Welcome to the 5G Guys Podcast, the premier resource for industry insiders and newcomers alike to explore anything and everything wireless telecommunication. We discuss, explain, and explore all things wireless technology. So let's dive right in. Welcome your host, Dan McVaugh and Wayne Smith. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Dan McVaugh. I'm joined by my co-host and fellow wireless expert, Wayne Smith. Wayne, what's going on? Hey, Dan. Um, excited to get started with our 5G Guys podcast and put some shed some light on the subject of wireless and technology and look forward to getting that started today. Yeah, me too, for sure. It's been a long time in the making, you know, with our our combined careers. I think we're both uh, close to 30 years in this industry. And, you know, you and I both uh, love to talk and chat and ideate around technology and help people and teach and learn. And this podcast just seems like a great way for us to do this. So looking forward to getting together. I was thinking about how how do we kick things off and introduce everyone to our podcast. Maybe we just start with uh, giving everybody each of our backgrounds. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Both of our careers have spanned spanned decades of different technology, and I look forward to highlighting mine and learning more about yours. For sure. Well, let's start off. Why don't don't you tell everybody how you got started in the industry back in the the 90s when you were just a young lad? Yeah, so interesting start for me. I think my, my career started in the very early 90s, and it started in the cable television side of telecommunications. I did like a lot of uh, young folks back in the time. I followed my dad's footsteps. He was a machinist. I, I got into the machine and fabrication world, found out I was a little bit too stationary for me, and I, I love to be outdoors. So I quickly moved in my career over to commercial construction. Had a great experience working with a fellow who uh, built his own company, and we built. I built about 140 commercial buildings in the com- commercial construction trade. In in the 1990s, early 90s, I had an opportunity to convert for a cable company their network from coax to fiber optics. It was a great opportunity for myself. It was one of the first companies I had formed. I was working for myself. I liked doing the work. And I kind of could start to see some of the opportunities that fiber optics was going to bring to telecommunications. Not soon after that, I decided to go to school, go back to school at a little bit later age. I think I was 27 when I went to went to school and it was for electrical engineering. I moved to Colorado to do that. And in that process, um, I was like, hey, I don't want to go back into construction. But when you're starving, you're a college student, you kind of do whatever you have to do to get by. And so I found a job uh, with the construction company, a general contractor building cell sites. And hence, that was my first exposure to the wireless industry in building towers and the first networks. And I think back in the day, it was Sprint. Uh, singular, maybe. Uh, Western Wireless was turned into be T-Mobile. So I, I was at the beginning. It was a great exposure. It combined the construction experience that I had and technology that I was learning in school in electrical engineering. And so it really became a natural fit for myself. I progressed to that company. And then, bam, 1996 came. It was the 1996 Telecommunications Act, which broke down the monopoly of the Arbox or the Bell companies. It provided a lot of opportunity and a lot of startups came along that time in telecom, which for me then jumped to the next career. I I went to work for a company, it was a CLEC. They were providing point to multi-point microwave solutions and they were trying to compete to provide broadband to businesses. 
great career opportunity for me. I worked on the operation side of a big company, maintaining the network, learning maintenance on the network. They allowed me to move into the switching environment, which was billing, translations, dealing with the circuits. The first, I think here in Colorado, our our office built the first integrated circuit with data and voice technology, analog and digital. That dates me a lot. So from there, that opportunity, I moved from the switch and operation side of it to network construction. I built or lit 180 buildings here in the Denver metro area. Gave me a lot of exposure to putting premise wiring in, lighting customers, and dealing with the customer and sales side of it. Not long after that, the next evolution in technology was DSL. DSL was right after the dial-up modems. And I became a project director for a startup, and we went across the U.S. putting in equipment, providing DSL coverage on the existing landline networks. Really great exposure. It was a quick run for that company. Like a lot of startups, they ran into other issues. From that point, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And at the time, I went to work for a a company building out massive cyber centers or data centers, co-location facilities. There was a great exposure. We built some large data centers, a few hundred thousand square foot across the U.S. I got exposure to working out in some of the big cities and a really great exposure to building out the internal side of a data center, a co-location facility. Quickly moving on to my career, I, I took a, had, I started a second company in the PBX and outside plant fiber. So we started selling phone systems during the big mortgage boom in the early 2000s. I was also building outside plant fiber, gigabit speed fiber connections for businesses in the metro area. It gave me exposure to working with networks like Level 3 and how do you get the last mile of fiber and then connecting those companies. Great exposure. It was a very great lessons in that company, sold it to my partner, and then I'm back in construction. And that job, it was a, it, it lasted about six months. And then the customer, which at the time was Verizon, asked me to start a company. And this was 2003 timeframe. And it's amazing how long wireless has been around. And I'm going long-winded with my story here, but with through Verizon, we got exposure to actually building the switching centers that became data centers. A lot of the external network implementing projects across the U.S. Also, we work with those guys on building out their acquisitions. I think during the 2000s, around the 2005 to 2010, there was a lot of consolidation within wireless carriers. Verizon acquired these companies like Altel, and they became the number one carrier in the U.S. We pretty much built their network at every evolution. And it brings me today, you know, I'm a 17-year CEO at Vertex Innovations. We do consulting, engineering, and professional services for the wireless carriers across the U.S. So that right there is a long-winded experience of what I got to work on. I've had some great keynote projects that we'll talk about later in podcasts around technology, but it's been a really great career for myself. I got to learn. I got to evolve with the industry through trends and changes and consolidations and different types of technology. I guess you can say since 1990, we've worked on every type of technology 
that was deployed to bring either broadband service to businesses or consumers. But Dan, let's hear yours. I know yours is just as exciting being a peer in it. Yeah, no, no doubt. It's, it's great. I mean, I've known you for a long time and uh, I even learned some stuff from you today. So good update. Thanks. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, Dan McVise, I started, I'm a Colorado boy, born and raised, and I went to, to college to be a software developer. Grew up working on computers as a, a kid. I was the the kid that was the geek that liked to play on the computer instead of going out and going hunting and fishing with my dad and brother. So I went to college to be a software developer and uh, quickly learned that I was tired of writing software. So I switched to electrical engineering, kind of like like you, and got my bachelor's degree in electrical engineering. And kind of I got into wireless by accident. I, I thought I was going to be working for Motorola or Hewlett Packard designed and chipsets. And uh, I was going through on-campus interviewing and this company Sprint was on campus. I was like, well, I'll, I'll do an interview with Sprint for practice, but I'm not going to work in a long distance company. Like I have no interest in anything like that. Well, lo and behold, it was a division of Sprint that was just starting to build cellular networks. And I went to the information session that night to learn about them. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, Bing, that's what I want to do right there. It hit me that night. So I went and crammed in the business library all night, took my interview and lo and behold, I got hired working for uh, Sprint Cellular which was not the Sprint we all know today. It was one of the two local regional cellular carriers back before the 96 Telecom Act. You talked about, Wayne, that opened up competition. But And I was a radio frequency engineer designing networks in rural parts of the United States and some larger cities like Tallahassee and Charleston. But I was designing cellular networks. And shortly after that, when things opened up and the FCC decided that, hey, we need to have more competition, and they auctioned off Spectrum nationwide for this thing called PCS, Personal Communication Services. And it was an attempt to basically say, hey, instead of just having a duopoly in every market of two cellular carriers that were able to charge, you know, a minute was like, I don't know, a buck a minute, 80 cents a minute, plus all this, these charges for voicemail. And, you know, this was back in the analog cellular days, what we'd consider, I guess, 1G now. We didn't call it back, 1G back then. But so Sprint bid on all the spectrum and there was kind of like the dog that caught the bus. They won licenses for the whole country. And so they immediately were going from being this small kind of rural regional cellular operator to, all right, we got to build a brand new network from scratch nationwide. So it was less than a year, year and a half after starting right out of college that I was given the opportunity to be on a, a task force for Sprint to put together the strategy of how to build this nationwide network, what technology we were going to use, how we were going to build it out in terms of logistics, where we we're going to put offices, what vendors we were going to use to buy our equipment. I mean, the whole gamut. So really fortunate that I got huge exposure to the industry, how the industry worked, learned about it. And I was part of that team that helped Sprint decide you know, what technology they were going to use and and then ultimately, Sprint said, okay, tell us where you want to live and where you want to work because we got to go build this thing. And so I ended up back in Colorado and I headed the the design and deployment of the radio frequency network here in the, the Colorado market for Sprint. So built one of the first 2G digital cellular networks in the country, did all kinds of trial work. And so I did that for a while. And then fast forward, I moved on from Sprint to US West Wireless, which was another competitor of theirs and working for them, doing a lot of trials around how to use wireless as a way to expand things like DSL that you were working on at the time, probably because DSL's footprint was limited. So we were figuring out how can we use wireless 
to provide data further out to the to the home and 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 get past that dial-up service. So I did that for a while, and then as you said, consolidation's going on, and so US West was bought by Quest. And Quest at the time had these huge efforts to build these long haul fiber networks all over the country. And their CEO, Joe Naccio, came in and talked to us. I was fortunate enough to be at a director level at US West. And, and he, he talked to us and he said, hey, the future is all about fiber. And I don't do pet projects and wireless is a pet project. So me and some of my peers looked at each other and were like, well, we've got to get the hell out of here because, you know, I don't want to be a pet project. And uh, so... Come about 2000, me and two of my, my buddies that worked together at US West, we left and started our own company. It's an engineering consulting company designing wireless networks for anybody and everybody that wanted it. And our primary customers were the cellular carriers, T-Mobile, Verizon, Sprint, you name it. And that, that expanded to, you know, they, they loved our work so much that they'd asked us to do more and more. So we started doing site acquisition, real estate, architectural engineering, construction management, project management, and did quite well and grew the company. And uh, in, in, uh, we expanded it to eventually become a full turnkey company to include construction as well. So by 2011, we were designing and building networks all over the country. We we're even doing some stuff internationally. You know, We had offices in, I think it was nine states. We had nine offices in eight states at some point. So really got to work on some really cool projects, really understand technology, help companies deploy new technology, you know, understand the business of of wireless, not just the technology of wireless. So I, I decided to take a mid-career retirement in 2017 before my, my kids left the house. And uh, so I took a break for a couple of years and have since been uh, basically providing consulting, advising to folks on technology. And, you know, what I really love to do is I love to help people learn and share my learnings with people while also learning from them along the way. So, you know, what I do now is it really fits me well. I, I really enjoy helping people, explaining things the way I understand them, but also understanding their needs, their challenges and learning from them. So, you know, what I like to do for work is what we want to do with this podcast, right? Talk about wireless, explore it, share with others, learn from others. So I'm super excited to do this and can't think of a better uh, partner to do it with than, than you, Wayne. I think uh, we've known each other a long time. So looking forward to it. Yeah, that's awesome. Just like just like you, I learned some things about your career that I didn't know. And I'm sure that we touch different parts of the project and network. I think one thing that, you know, all for me, I'm like you, you know, after building so many networks and so many different types of technologies, I just felt this urge that we should share. We're coming into a new phase in wireless with the implementation of 5G. And it's a whole nother growth plateau for companies to create technology around it, for the carriers to build better networks, and even enterprises and, and such to um, build their own networks. And that's what's really exciting for me. How do we show people what's possible you know, take down some of the mystery around wireless and the technology and show them what we've learned in our careers and what we built and, you know, give kudos to the people who build it. It's a lot of hard work out there. The The networks evolve and change so rapidly that it's exciting to build a podcast, acknowledge some of the folks in the background who who toil every day to make it happen. And so that's what's exciting to me about, you know, what we're doing here is being able to maybe highlight some of the folks who never get any credit for doing such great work. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and as a matter of fact, we plan to have a lot of those folks as guests on this, right? So as much as we 
think we know, we also know there's a, a boatload we don't know. And uh, exactly. Yeah. So looking forward to to having some of those guests on. So look forward to that. You know, we're going to tackle topics like health and safety. A lot of people are afraid to touch that. And uh, we think that's that's bad. It's it's not, you know, you keep things a mystery and people are scared of it. So we we plan to touch on some of the stuff like health and safety and, and how that relates to wireless, the business and finance side of the technology. So it's not just the bits and bytes, right? It's, it's a whole aspect that we plan to tackle. So Totally looking forward to that. Can't wait to to move on to our next episodes. Um, for sure, look forward to to connecting with you all. Again, go to 5gguys.com. Hit the subscribe button. You know, Give us some stars if you think it's good. If you think we made a mistake, go to 5gguys.com. Comment and tell us what we did wrong. We want to hear. We don't, we don't claim to know it all. So uh, it's a give and take and looking forward to, to the journey together. So, so Wayne, with that, what do you say, man? Ready to do this? Hey, I'm ready to do this. One thing that I would add, if you have topics that are interest of you and that you that we may forget, we want to hear about them. We want you to, you know, put a comment in, tell us what you want us to talk about, find the expert for you to to bring light to this. But man, I'm super excited, Dan, to be doing the podcast with you and look forward to the episodes upcoming. Heck yeah. See you guys on the flip side. Take care. Thanks for listening to The 5G Guys. For more resources and to connect with Dan and Wayne, check out their website at 5gguys.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit that follow button and share this episode with your friends and family.